What's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking out this episode of The Show, The Podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review, and I'll shout you out in the next episode. Do you want even more content? Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at KDJTV611, or follow me on Twitch, subscribe to me on YouTube. The handles are the same. It's KDJTV. But without further ado, I know why you guys are here. Let's go play some ball. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. I'm back. I am back. It feels good to be back. You guys got a shortened episode for me last week. Apologies. Apologies. I was mid-move. Um, you guys also got a kind of rushed episode the week prior because I was home dealing with some family stuff. But I'm back. I am set up in my man cave downstairs, my stream room, my office. Um, it might sound a little bit different audio quality-wise. That's because this room does have a little bit of an echo. Trying to figure out ways to uh, fix it up. It's got, like, a hard tile floor with, like, no windows, and, you know, it sound kind of reverberates in here. So I have a throw rug down. I do have furniture in here. I'm probably going to have to buy some of those Elgato uh, sound panels. But please, uh, I listened back to this audio just a little bit to make sure it was, you know, palatable for you guys. I think it sounds okay if I talk straight into the mic. If you guys think otherwise, please drop me a line, let me know. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter, send me an email. Things like that. I want this to be good for you guys. Um, but it feels it feels so good to be back. It feels so good to be back. Um, the last couple weeks of my life were hectic with moving. We're finally settled in. I have the office of my dreams. I've got my full setup. I'm, just, I'm so excited to share all this with you guys. So, that said, streams are returning. It's been a while. It's been about 10 days since I've streamed again, for obvious reasons. Um... But Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, so the day you're listening to this, 6 p.m. Eastern time, we're going live. Here's the thing. My Wi-Fi works down here. So I think. Everything's worked so far. I've been playing online play. Everything works great. I cannot hardwire my setup down here because there is no possible way. It's just the the router's upstairs, the modem's upstairs, there are no hard wires in the walls down here. There's a relatively new-ish house that I am renting, and uh, they didn't have any of those those hard wires. So, Tuesday night stream, while I am excited to be back, I'm not anticipating any problems. Like I said, the Wi-Fi's been very, very strong so far. You guys are going to have to work with me and let me know. Assuming all goes well Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, we're going to go live Saturday night, 7 p.m., and then Sunday morning, 9 a.m. You're getting a double dose of weekend KDJ-TV. All right? I'm very excited for that. Uh, Also, quick update, just in case you didn't listen to last week's shortened episode, birthday stream details. November 19th. It's the day of Team Affinity Season 5. It's the day of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. We're going live mid to late afternoon, and we're going to stream a fucking while, okay? I don't know quite when we're going to stop, probably just when I'm tired, but we're going to focus on playing Pokemon, just playing something a little different. I know TA5 is a big day for MLB The Show, but this game is a little stale right now. People are kind of fed up with it. Pokemon is new that day. It drops on the 19th. I want to have some fun with it. It's been a while since I've jumped into a Pokemon game. I, re- you know, I played Pokemon Sword and Shield when it came out, but 
that was two years ago at this point. Even with the DLCs that dropped, it's two years ago. So I'm I'm excited to drop uh, drop into a, the world of Pokemon in the Sinnoh region. Sinnoh remakes confirmed. Um, but we're gonna play that. Uh, anybody who subscribes during that stream will get a Pokemon nicknamed after them. Anybody who gifts subs and you know will have more challenges and rewards along the way. So I appreciate you guys if you want to stop by November nineteenth. I'll have a firm time next week. Okay, next week I will be able to update everybody with the firm time. But for now, Friday, November nineteenth, mid to late afternoon, come hang out with your boy. So, we have a lot to talk about. It's been a while since I've been able to really talk to you guys and take my time. First things first, just in case you aren't paying attention, the Atlanta Braves have won the World Series. And it was quite the unpredictable World Series. Um, Just based on everything. The fact that Acuna Jr. went down so early. The fact that Soroka was gone the whole season. The fact that Marcelo Suna basically was is not there for, I think, did he even suit up this season at all in the beginning? I don't remember. I don't think he did. Um, you know, bullpen during the regular season was kind of shaky. It wasn't until the playoffs that Tyler Matzik and Will Smith became, like, incredibly competent. But this team just kept itching and clawing, you know, timely hitting. They made trades for outfielders, and all of them ended up being... Let's be honest with ourselves. They played above their skill level the entire time. You know, Eddie Rosario, you know, good major league starting outfielder, was a star. Jock Peterson delivered timely hit after timely hit. Jorge Soler not only provided the power that we know he has, but was pretty good at getting on base and and getting some base hits. Adam Duvall was great. And they put it all together, and they won the goddamn World Series. So, shout out to the Braves. And we're going to talk a little bit to start about the World Series program. So, I've got the game in front of me. I just completed... So, I, I hadn't played this game since I moved about 9, 10 days ago. So, I completed a whole bunch of stuff today. The World Series program, I did one of the new Evolution programs for November uh, Daily Moments. I've done Conquest Maps. I'm playing the event. We'll talk about the event later. It fucking sucks. Um, but the World Series program. So... It's hard to call this much content in L. This much variety in L. Let's just start at the beginning though, because they did some stuff that I just I don't I don't get. So they turned the World Series program essentially into the postseason program, where every team that participated got a card. Which is fine. But like some of the cards are just junk. This 96 Clay Holmes is pretty good. He's got outlier one on the sinker. You know, I wouldn't be shocked to see it on a ranked team. Uh, 97 Geo Gallegos is unusable. 95 Jordan Luplo, unusable. 95 Brad Boxberger, unusable. 95 Gavin Sheets, unusable. 95 Tyler Rogers, maybe, because he's kind of funky and he only throws like low 80s. But, I don't know. He's not great. Uh, 97 Christian Vasquez, unusable. 99 AJ Pollock is actually good and it has the pinch hitter quirk. I think. Yes, he does. And the first pitch hitter quirk. So this AJ Pollock is good. But then you go to 98 Framber Valdez, which is terrible. 97 Phil Maton is okay. Does have sinker cutter. 97 Will Smith. The dude was unbelievable in the playoffs and deserves a card like this. 125 hits per nine, 99 break, 93 control. But he's only four seam slider curveball. So he's a waste. He's batting practice. You cannot use this card online. You can't. 
98 Ian Anderson is terrible. And 98 Adam Duvall is like really balanced across the board. But it's not a ranked seasons team. It's a great BR team and a great theme team guy. But like, I can't see anyone using this in ranked. And then the big boy card is 99 Jorge Soler. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about Jorge Soler. 73 fielding is probably generous for someone who barely played the field. 56 speed, also probably pretty generous. He's got max 125 power against right and left, as he should. Clutch 125, as he should. They gave him 110 contact versus right and 116 contact versus left. And yes, those are indicative of how well he performed this postseason. But no, Jorge Soler is probably not a guaranteed God Squad starter with all the outfielders we currently have. And people are disappointed in that. People are disappointed that Jorge Soler is not better. Here's the thing. They already juiced his contact considerably. Jorge Soler's contact in the real world will never be this high. Jorge Soler, as good as he was, not shortchanging him, as good as he was, he definitely should have been World Series MVP. He is a one-trick pony. He's hit ball far. That's all he is. That's the card they gave us. This is a guy that will hit the ball hard and far. But he's not going to provide you much else. It's wrong to compare this card to last year's World Series MVP card, Corey Seager. The Corey Seager card, which they just gave us back, by the way, as a collection, is one of the best all-around, definitely offensive cards this game's ever produced. It's probably a top 10 offensive card. When you couple his attributes with his swing, with his positional flexibility, the fact that he can go lefty-lefty. Corey Seager, as a baseball player, outside of MLB The Show, is a more well-rounded player than Jorge Soler. That's why his card is exponentially better than Jorge Soler's. Couple in the fact that he plays a premium position, whether that be shortstop or second base, and he's instantly more valuable. So, I hesitate to call the World Series program a total L. I think the first half of the program is an L. Because of how unusable and just irrelevant those cards are. The second half of the program is still not incredible, but you have to recognize the Jorge Soler they gave us is the best Jorge Soler we'll ever see. It's, it's almost physically impossible to make him better. The only way you get his contacts better, and let's be honest, 110, 116 are very good. The problem is his fielding's not great, and his speed is not at the tier of, like, a Mickey Mantle or a Mookie Betts or a Tyler O'Neill. Um, you can keep going. I mean, there's Willie Mays. There's so many outfielders now that Jorge Soler just doesn't seem to crack it. When you P5 him and he gets up to 115 contact right, 121 contact left, now we're talking bench bat status. But I don't know. I just think as an overall well-rounded card, Jorge Soler is not it. And it's not SDS's fault. It's just the fact that Jorge Soler is Jorge Soler. So I can understand why some people thought the program on the whole was a little underwhelming. Realistically, we only got a couple usable uh, relievers out of it and A.J. Pollock as a bench bat. You can start A.J. Pollock. I, I wouldn't, again, because the outfield's so deep, but he's a good bench bat. Other than that, though, this is all just junk. It's all junk, 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 junk. Um, next up on my list of content, we're, we're basically talking content this whole episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we're just going to touch quickly on the Daily Moments Reggie Jackson. I like what they did with Daily Moments this, this month. It's the last month of Daily Moments, so they made them all playable forever. 
At 25 daily moments points, you get Reggie Jackson, 500 home run club. We knew we were missing Reggie Jackson. This card is kind of stinky, though. A little upset they didn't give him higher contacts. Um, you know, this is from his age 38 season, so he was definitely on the decline at that point. You know, but it's a fun free milestone card. And then once you hit 29 uh, daily moments points, you could just unlock every other daily moments big boss card over the over the year. So Gary Sheffield, Zach Britton, Pablo Sandoval, Andrew McCutcheon, Cy Young, Jim Tomey. A nice touch, you know, because a lot of people definitely missed out on some of these guys before they realized the, the, the value of daily moments early in the season. So a nice touch. They're non-sellable, of course. So there's really no incentive for you to play daily moments this month past uh, 27 points because you get the Field of Dreams pack. But hey, if you want doubles, you get doubles. Uh, next up, I mentioned the Milestone Hurlers event is terrible. It is. We're going to talk about it. I think it's also just terrible because uh, the reward is not great and the game is so shitty unplayable right now. Um, the the only reason you're playing this event is for 99 overall no-hitter Dennis Eckersley at 25 wins. Um, Four-seam slider, sinker, curveball. If you're using Dennis Eckersley, it's not for his pitch mix or his attributes. It's for his windup. Uh, his windup's a little funky. Could catch some people off guard. He's got 99 break, 93 control, 83 velo. Velo's definitely low. It, it will be batting practice if you're predictable while using him. 118 hits per nine. So, you know, good. 115 stamina. Stamina doesn't matter. 109 Ks per nine. I mean, attribute-wise, decent card. He at least throws a sinker. But, yeah, uh, Dennis Eckersley's not going to make my God Squad rotation. And then, you know, you get a couple rewind event players, rewind event uniforms along the path. I'm probably just going to stop this one at 25 wins because this is is just a terrible event. So, event info. It's part one of one. It ends Tuesday, November 16th. You use milestone series pitchers and tops now hitters or common players. It's on Hall of Fame, which sucks. Three inning games, free entries. Hall of Fame, good to practice on Hall of Fame. Let's be honest with ourselves. It's good. It's good to practice on Hall of Fame. But when your milestone event players, pitchers specifically, all throw outlier, (laughs) Nolan Ryan, Justin Verlander, Bob Feller, you know, becomes unfun. So it's, it's a good event to practice in, certainly. I'm struggling in the event because, again, I have not played in like nine or ten days, so my, I was not prepared for Hall of Fame. I'm trying, you know, seeing what I got. I'm using it as an excuse to parallel Justin Verlander, try out the new Chris Sale. Um, you know, it, it's it's not great. It, it's a free milestone card if you can get to 25 wins, if you can grind it out before uh, November 19th when the next Mega Collection comes out, which, again, we'll talk about later. Um, it's a free milestone card. So, moving on. Uh they did release a milestone pitcher in the last week that is usable, I think. I think. Online. Um, we're going to go to him right now. It's the new Ranked Seasons World Series reward. They only dropped one player this time. It is 99 overall, 59 consecutive scoreless innings, Oral Hershiser. Oral last year was a fucking beast. An absolute unit. Sinker, cutter, curveball, changeup, slider, pitch mix, excuse me, is the same as last year. 125 stamina, again, it doesn't matter, but he'll be able to throw 346 pitches before he gets tired. 125 hits per nine at the jump. Tiny, tiny PCI against him. 83K per nine, very low. 
I don't know how much that really matters, but just be note, you know, make note of it. It's very low. Um, 125 pitching clutch. That's nice. 93 control. I'm surprised it's not maxed out, but it'll get close to maxed out. 86 velo, 95 break, 59 fielding is actually a pretty nice number for a, a pitcher. Here's the thing. So I've, I've watched people the last day or so um, debut and then review Oral Hershiser, and I don't think he's as good as he was last year. I think it's a couple of reasons. Uh, his his delivery is different this year. They fundamentally changed his delivery. I think the ball um, is easier to read out of his hand. Last year, the ball seemed to like jump out of his hand and move 18 different directions. Now, it comes from a natural overhand angle. He doesn't hide the ball as well. I think you could pick it up sooner. Secondly, we see so many pitchers with outlier now on a regular basis. DeGrom, Verlander, Nolan Ryan. Um, yeah, keep going. There's, there's at least 10 guys you see regularly. Uh, Garrett Crochet with outlier. Hershiser throws BP compared to them because he maxes his sinker at like probably 95-ish. His ballpark where you'll get it to. It just looks slow. He's probably better on Legend because his pitches move a lot and he has nice control. But a lot of us don't play on Legend. So, I don't know. You know, I'm going to get him and throw him in the rotation. Last year, Oral was a a staple for me. So, I'm going to give him a shot. Hitting is very hard this year, so maybe you can get people chasing and making bad PCI contacts. I don't know. But of the two, Oral and Dennis Eckersley, Oral is very clearly the better option which is why he's the World Series reward and not an event. Um, well, you know, I haven't touched ranked yet. <laughs> I probably will this weekend, I think. Maybe, if I feel like torturing myself. We also might do the BR program. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll mess around. We'll mess around. We'll do some things. But, yeah. Otherwise, in the pennant race rewards for this season, 99 Kirby Yates, 97 uh, Future Stars Dustin May. Stock up. Stock up, stock up, stock up on cards like Kirby Yates, this 99 throwback finest. Because when this new collection comes out on the 19th, again, we're going to talk about it after the break, these guys might shoot up in price. Shoot up in price. So, again, not going to spoil it too much, but definitely, uh, you know, be smart with your stubs. Everyone should have stubs around this time of year. It's just how much. There's really not a lot to spend stubs on anymore. So, invest wisely. Um, guys, we're going to take a quick old break. Here, here from two of our sponsors. Then we're going to finish up with the new BR program, the new ninth inning program, and Team Affinity 5 on November 19th. Like I said, lots of content to talk about because it's been so long since I've talked to you guys. So first up, Thrive Fantasy. Very excited to be working with Thrive Fantasy. It's a daily fantasy sports app based around player props. Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research like those other DFS apps because it only asks you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. To play MLB games on Thrive Fantasy... Oh, MLB's over. Excuse me. Haha. That's what happens when you read copy. To play uh, NBA, NFL... What was it? Hockey? Hockey's playing now, I think. Uh, you choose five out of the ten player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on how likely it is to occur. More points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points possible, and you could win a share of the prize pool. If you're looking to play games and make money watching or in, in you know consuming your favorite sports... Use promo code the show the pod when you sign up for Thrive Fantasy today, and you'll receive an instant twenty dollars bonus on your very first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store, or by going online to www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Next, Rogue Energy, guys. I don't know how many more ways I can tell you to buy Rogue Energy, especially their hydration formula. 
Their hydration formula gives you all the focus you need to get through the day. Excuse me, my voice cracked. I'm fucking Mickey Mouse. Um, it gives you all all the energies, all the, the focus to get through your day without the caffeine. It doesn't make you jittery. It doesn't make you jumpy. It doesn't make you have to go potty like some caffeine products do. I know that's a personal conversation for everybody. Um, Rogue Energy, of course, offers the caffeine-based energy formula, but I prefer the hydration formula. It is it tastes so good, it dissolves completely in water, it gets you locked the F in, and you will hit nukes playing MLB The Show, drinking Rogue Energy. So if you want to get some Rogue Energy, go to www.rogueenergy.com, use coupon code KDJTV, that's coupon code KDJTV, You'll get 10% off your entire order, and be sure to tag me when you make those orders and let me know how how much you love Rogue Energy. I'm telling you, Rogue Energy is great. It is the world's most delicious gaming drink, and uh, it is worth your money. Let's talk. New BR program is coming Tuesday, the day you're listening to this, November 9th. They've already announced the 90-point card. I'm going to go on my phone and pull it up. It is 99 overall milestone card, 50 home run club George Foster. Very interesting. He hit 52 home runs in 1977. It is not a card anyone's going to use, most likely. Question mark? That was me thinking. Um, maybe, though. You know, I've been surprised before. Listen, it's a 90-point reward. We know they're usually not anything special. What we really care about is the flawless reward. And MLB The Show, as of... What time is it? 7 o'clock. As of 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday night, have not revealed who the Flawless Reward is. They did do their cryptic teasing bullshit that they always do. And they showed quirks. It's a 99 overall pitcher. I see pressure cooker. I see workhorse. I see strikeout artist. I see doesn't walk people. I see doesn't let up home runs. A lot of people are surmising... That it's going to be a 99 Corey Kluber. We still haven't gotten that card yet. It is very late in the year's cycle. And that would make sense because he was released so early last year that they would just, you know, overcorrect and drop him later this year. So it can either be a no-hitter Corey Kluber, uh, Angel Galarza, Ange Nation on Twitter, who is so good at mocking up cards and, and attributes and things like that, go follow him at Ange underscore Nation on Twitter. Um, thinks it might be the 18 strikeout Corey Kluber. On uh, May 13th, 2015, he struck out 18 in a game. That would be a fun change. He would still have really good hits per nine, but also have really good Ks per nine. Sinker, cutter, slurve. I mean, we know what Corey Kluber brings to the table. We literally faced him every other ranked seasons game last year. So that might be fun. I mean, at this point in the year, Instant rotation upgrade. I feel like I haven't had a real rotation upgrade in a while. My rotation... I mean, I can look at my rotation now. My rotation right now on the God Squad is Jacob DeGrom, Felix Hernandez, Jake Arrieta, Justin Verlander, Al Leiter. I haven't had an upgrade in a while. So, I I think Corey Kluber would probably replace Arietta. I kind of like having Al Leiter, but he actually might replace Al Leiter. I don't know. You know, we'll play with it. I've been really good with that lighter this year. 2.45. can't speak. 2.45 ERA without lighter in 154 innings. He's been a goat. You know, I think he's my best ERA amongst everybody. Right? 
406, yeah, by far. But regardless, the point of the matter is I've had so many of the same starting pitchers all year that I'm ready to maybe give Corey Kluber a try or Hershiser a try. Uh, finest could be coming soon. We might get more pitchers. So, yeah, if it's Kluber, that's cool. I don't see who else it could be at this point as a 99 starter that we don't have. Maybe I'm stupid and I'm forgetting somebody, but that I think that's it. Um, so that is Tuesday, as in the day you're listening to this. On Friday, we're getting a push-the-button stream from SDS for the ninth inning program. They're dropping a conquest map along with dropping the ninth inning program. So I don't really know who the, who these bosses are going to be. We know who we don't have. Babe Ruth, Ken Griffey, Jimmy Fox, um, God, Kirby Puckett, though I don't see how on earth they drop Kirby Puckett this late in the year. Um, hey, who else are we missing, guys? There's there's so many cards we're still missing. We could, we could play this game right now. Here, let's see. Oh, this might be actually too much of an undertaking. Let's just, you know, we'll spitball a little here. I'm going to go through every team's legend and see who we don't have kind of loosely. I'm inevitably going to miss somebody. I'm sorry in advance. Just yell at me. Uh, but Babe Ruth, like I said, most certainly needs a new card. Uh, the Rays don't have anybody of consequence. We can move on from them. The Blue Jays, I don't think have anybody. Nope, we can move on. The White Sox, we got Frank. That was the one we're missing. ba 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 The Indians, a.k.a. the Guardians. Let's see. They got everybody they need. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go through the rest of this anymore. At this point, you guys know who we're missing, right? I mean, it's talked about enough. Babe Ruth, Ken Griffey, Jimmy Fox are the big ones. Um, I would imagine at least one of them are gonna be in the ninth inning program. Otherwise, this is a big fat problem. It's a big fat problem if they're not. I'd be shocked. Um, one of those three cards, most likely probably Babe Ruth or Griffey, will be the mega collection at the end of Team Affinity Five. That's just my guess. But we're getting those cards soon. The month of November is obviously very much often a cold month for MLB The Show. They hit us with the World Series content. That's cool. But this year especially, if SDS wants to keep people playing this game through the offseason, they need to knock this content drop, ninth inning and November 19th's TA5, out of the park. Sorry for the pun. The game is fucking terrible right now. It, the servers are bad. The freezes are bad. The gameplay is bad. The PCI feedback's bad. The fluky shit is bad. Outliers untouchable. Pitcher stamina is a joke. Everything is messed up. This game is broken. It is a broken game. Here I am, still talking to you guys every week, and I'm gonna keep streaming the game. I know I'm gonna, you know, mix some Pokemon's in there, but I'm, you know, I'm not going away. A lot of people aren't going away. You see them mixing in some new games here or there just to keep their mental, you know, on track. It's hard to play this game so much now with how bad it's been. But they need to drop fire content this month to keep people engaged. And I think the only way to do that, that it, it means we're getting Babe Ruth, Ken Griffey, Jimmy Fox, all those guys. We got to get them this month. I don't see how we, I don't see how we don't. It would not make sense to me to hold guys of that caliber. Even into November doesn't make sense to me. But past November would just completely blow my, blow my doors off. Um, so hopefully Friday we're getting at least one of them, maybe both of them, maybe all three of them, who knows, but then we move on to November 19th, again, birthday stream, come check it out, twitch.tv slash kdjtv, Pokemon and MLB The Show, all, uh, afternoon and evening, but Team Affinity 5, we're assuming it'll be finest, 
Um, SDS teased. The tease for Team Affinity 5 is 99,99,99,99. That would lead me to believe that all of them are 99s. That also leads me to believe there will be a few jumps made to get some guys to 99. Like, you can't tell me anybody on the Tigers actually deserves a 99, but sure as shit, one of them might get it. Probably Jammer, uh, Jammer Candelaria or Casey Mize if I had to guess, but we'll see. Maybe even Akil Badu if they want to make Fuzzy happy. Um, but with Team Affinity 5, they're dropping a Mega Collection, and I think it's going to be hard. The Clayton Kershaw Collection was so shit. A lot of people were very upset by that. I wasn't upset or happy about it. I was just like, oh, this sucks. You know, you know, just move on to the next one. But because it is almost most definitely the last collection of the year, it has to be just a bomb dropped. That might be a nasty Babe Ruth for like the 700 home run club. That might be like a signature series Ken Griffey Jr. I just, you know, we're at the point in the year where the most recent player program was 97 Signature Series Ken Griffey Sr. <laughs> and that is currently the highest overall Griffey in the game, which is just fucking stupid. That Ken Griffey Sr. card honestly kind of slaps a little bit, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it's just silly. So if we don't have Ken Griffey Jr. by end of day November 19th, someone has to pay. We better all tag Ramon on Twitter like, Hey, Ramon, we love you, but what the fuck, man? What the hell? Because it's not... It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all to me. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., as you guys know, if you've listened to the show for a while, is also one of my favorite players of all time. I am biased, but he's also one of the most sought-after, most coveted, most fan-favorite legends MLB The Show has the rights to using, and they are waiting to give us the best card, and that, that's annoying. That's annoying. Very annoying. Um, but guys and gals, that is it. We've covered a lot of ground in this episode. We went over all the content that I haven't gotten to talk about in the last two weeks. More content is to come. Of course, we will be doing a review of Team Affinity 5 in a couple weeks. We will probably next week talk about the ninth inning program. That'll probably give us a better idea of who we're getting on the 19th. For the Mega Collection, obviously, because it will have eliminated, hopefully, a couple of the options. But the content is coming. I'm set up and comfortable in my in my new home. My life is not in boxes anymore. I feel like I can get back to normalcy. I'm so excited. I'm happy. Um, catch a stream Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. Appreciate you all. And I will talk to you all next week.